the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to You Ought to Know. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer this hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. You know, labor costs are skyrocketing. Uh, minimum wage is going up over the top. And it's hard to find a good cashier that can stick with you and your business so you don't have to worry about filling the spot when they don't come to work. Well, Southwest Point of Sale has the answer for you. For as little as what you'd pay for a cash register, they can set you up with self-checkout. Walmart does it, Home Depot does it, and Costco as well. It's not an arm and a leg any more than what you'd pay for a cash register. You need to check these guys out. Give Jeff or Mark a call. 800-540-2149. Have them come out to your business, take a look. And if it works, you'll be ahead of the game. You can do a lot of the work offline when you're not in the store, fix any kind of issues. But, hey, the biggest bonus is that you get seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. If you're open, they're open. Southwest Point of Sale. Go to southwestpos.com or call them at 800-540-2149. And do me a favor when you call them, thank them for sponsoring this show. Also, San Diego Propane. If you're out in East County and you're looking for a good propane provider, you can't beat San Diego Propane, 619-460-1705. They called me last week and Dave says, hey, we're coming out to put some propane in your tank. Go check your uh, meter, 20%. I don't know how he knew that, but he did. Also... Hot rods and custom stuff. If you have a hot rod, you're going to buy one. You need one or you've purchased one. You don't know who can work on it because it's a hot rod. So it's not like a normal Ford or a Chevy or a Dodge. It's going to be highly customized. Uh, Randy and his team can definitely hook you up. They're at 2324 Auto Parkway in Escondido. Go to hotrodscustomstuff.com, 760-745-1170. Uh, They've won more awards than I care to admit. These guys are off the chart. All right, it's been a little while since I've done a car review, and I'm driving a, well, I guess that's not true because I did the Supra GR last week, which is, gosh, I hated to see that car go. But they brought me a 2024 Volvo V90 Cross Country B6 all-wheel drive Ultimate. Now, if you've been listening to my show any length of time, you know how much I love station wagons. Well, this Volvo is no different. It's not a minivan. It's not high. It's it's low. It's long. Tons of room. 
tons of storage, and it's a Volvo, and it is just a blast to drive. I mean, it really is. It's got great navigation. It's got heated and massage seats. I mean, you can get these seats to do things that you know normally you'd have to go pay. Two-liter turbocharged uh, engine with a direct injection. Got an eight-speed uh, Geartronic automatic transmission with start-stop, 295 horsepower, 310 foot-pounds of torque. You've also got a 48-volt mild hybrid system and a regenerative braking uh, that will help you get the mileage you would like, if not more. 23 city, 29 highway, 25 uh, combined. You don't even know there is an electric hybrid system in it. All-wheel drive, ABS brakes all the way around, advanced electronic stability control, electric power assist steering, 20-inch diamond-cut alloy wheels with all-season tires. Just beautiful. I actually just really, really do enjoy this car. Uh, I actually seen the color of it. Where was it? It's... I'll keep looking. I'm sure I'm going to find it. But it's kind of an unusual color. I'll keep I'll keep digging away. 12.3 digital driver uh, display. Nav can actually be put in that so you never have to look to the right on the big screen. USB-C ports, two front, two rear. Bluetooth connectivity, digital service package with a four-year subscription included. Google Play Store and Google Assist. Volvo Car. Remote remote app. You also got remote start, a remote lock and unlock. You've got road sign information. You got a heads up display. display. You got Apple CarPlay. You got Sirius Harman Kardon, unbelievable sound system. And when it comes to safety, it's got it all. Typical Volvo blind spot information system with uh, steer assist and cross traffic alert, collision avoidance. Low and high speed collision mitigation. It'll detect vehicle, pedestrians, cyclists, large animals, oncoming mitigation for braking, driver alert, front side curtain airbags, along with a knee bag, whiplash protection, uh, which is awesome, pilot assist, driver assist system with adaptive cruise, LED headlights, auto unlocking, after a collision, which is very important, lane keeping assist, forward collision, post impact, and uh, tempera spare wheel, including with a jack, so it's not a full size. Luxury and convenience, uh, you got laminated panoramic sunroof with power, sunshade, keyless entry, heated front seats. Uh, you've got auto dimming interior, uh, you got perforated Napa leather. Uh, seating surfaces, which are very cool. Power front seats with front uh, and seat uh, memory. Air purifier, four-zone AC. Uh, You've got uh, the cross-country mesh grill, which is really kind of cool. High-gloss black window trims. Uh, You've got your Taylor dashboard. You've also got uh, a warranty on it. This is really cool. You get a 48-month, 50,000-mile limited warranty coverage with 144-month corrosion, which is pretty cool. You can't really, you know, complain. You got on-call roadside assistance, 
uh, and you have complimentary factory scheduled maintenance for the first three years or 36,000 miles for your first three regular scheduled maintenance services, including a comprehensive assistance of your uh, vehicle assessment, not assistance, assessment, full uh, diagnostics checks of all the passive and active safety equipment, You've got uh, all kind of, the accessories on this. Are, they're really not a ton of accessories. Well, there are a few. Uh, but you've got enhanced the driving pleasure with Volvo's accessories. you got, uh, it'll just, it really steps it to the, to the plate. Uh, let's see here. Now, this particular one, it has a, a base price of 64750 But they threw in what they call the ultimate features which is Harman Kardon, a premium sound. Uh, you've got uh, interior high-level illumination. you got tailored dashboard, crystal geartronic gear shift uh, by Omfron, air purification, home link, power folding rear headrest, passenger memory, front four-way power lumbar, front seat uh Graphical head heads up display, and it's really one of the better ones I've seen. Power cu- uh, cushion extensions, front seats, four zone automatic climate control, power adjustable side supports, uh, front seat ventilation. You got your child locks. You got your pilot assist, which is uh, you know, with adaptive cruise control, park assist and you've got 360 surround cameras and that's going to run you well it doesn't show a price on it so that's cool that you don't have a price but they do have a climate package with heated rear seats Uh, you've got headlamp lamp cleaners and you've got heated steering wheel for 750 side scuff plates for a grand luggage cover for 380 power Operated tailgate, that's another 200 bucks. The Bowers Wilkerson Premium Sound System, which is an upgrade from the Harman Kardon, and that's $3,200. Active chassis with rear suspension is another 1200 And 21-inch uh, open-spoke matte tech black diamond cut alloy wheels for 800 Destination, 1095 which gives you out the door. Before you have to do tax and license of seventy three three eighty, so you know it's in the price range. But I gotta tell you, I thought I seen the color. It was kind of a, uh, they call it a matte blue, but uh, you could look for that on uh, online. But it's just got, it drives so well. You know, it's just got plenty of get up and go with the turbo engine. It's got all the convenience. The seats are extremely comfortable. So if you want to put your family in a very, very, very safe vehicle, check out the new 2024 V90 Cross Country B6 All-Wheel Drive Ultimate. It should be at your dealers today. All right, when we come back, we got Kristen Barclay on the line, and she's in a 2024 Buick Enclave. Might fit her family to a T. Check it out. Folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by South Bay Auto House. If you've got a Mercedes Benz and you're looking for 
maybe a dealer alternative, possibly save yourself a little bit of money, get in and out a lot quicker. Uh, South Bay Auto House is an amazing shop. It's got uh, 25 years experience, got their own parts department. Uh, you do need to make an appointment because they are quite busy, 619-422-6252. They also buy uh, qualified and quality used Mercedes-Benz. They also will give you probably a little bit more money than the dealer would if you're looking for a trade-in value. But really, before you pull the trigger on anything Mercedes, you need to give South Bay a call, 619-422-6252, or you can go to autohousesouthbay.com autohousesouthbay.com talk to Gary and Rick tell them thanks for sponsoring this show we highly do appreciate it alright let's listen to Kristen's interview alright folks well I got Kristen Barclay on the line and I think this might be a great vehicle for her and her family the 2024 Buick Encore GX alright Kristen convince me otherwise <laughs> well, you know, I think that the problem is that this is the smallest vehicle in the Buick lineup. So considering that I have two teenagers that are both almost as tall as me, um, you know, and with them comes gear and accessories, I probably need a little bit of a larger vehicle. But I, I will say that Buick blew me away with the reinvention, revolution, revitalization that they're doing. Because, you know, they've been talking about it for a while now. And I feel like even though they've been talking about it, they've been taking all these baby steps. Um, and then I feel like this is like when you watch that kid, like they're crawling, they're crawling. All of a sudden they just start walking for the first time, but they're not kind of walking. They're kind of jogging. That's what I feel like the Encore GX Avenir did for the brand. Okay. That, that, that makes that makes good sense. I, 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 and you're right. I probably should have thought twice before I said anything. For your two gorillas, it is a little on the small side. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's easy to get the models mixed up, though, right? Because, like, you know, they have the Enclave and the Envision and the Encore. And so there's so much on that, I mean, I, I tend to get them mixed up as well. You know, like, wait, which one fits in here or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. for, for, for a subcompact SUV, the Encore in the past has been very kind of vanilla and bland for me. Um, but you know, uh, the first thing that caught me was the exterior with the fact that they've done this new design, this new face, it's got the new Buick logo. Um, it feels a lot more modern. It feels like just kind of, you know, like I said, a revitalization and I found it impressive. Um, I think they, they still have a ways to go. I think if Buick could take what you and I have seen at the auto shows when they do their concept vehicles, if they could actually take those concept vehicles and bring them to market, I feel like the brand would take like a giant leap because the concept vehicles always stun us when we're at the auto shows. Um, when it comes down to design and what Buick actually you know, produces, I feel like they, they're still very conservative. They're still kind of um, in the shadow of the old Buick, if that makes sense. Um, well, they're still your you know, father's Buick. Right. And I feel like, like I said, they're taking baby steps and making changes. And, and you can see that in the Encore GX and that this was the Avenir trim. You know, there's three trim levels. There's the preferred, the sport touring, the Avenir. It gets pricey. I mean, if you start in a Buick Encore GX at the basic, you're at 27390 which is good. But then if you get in the Avenir, Avenir you're like around 335 And for the size, you know, I, I understand that's probably pushing the envelope. But they just debuted this 19-inch virtual cockpit system, which is like 
the infotainment, it's like 11 inches of that, 8-inch digital instrument cluster, all under one piece of glass. And it's just modern for what you're used to Buick having. Um, I will say one caveat is they've made it driver-centric. And in doing that, they kind of, instead of angling it, to me, they like tilted it down a little bit, which took some getting used to with the seat adjustment because I'm not used to kind of looking down at an instrument cluster. Um, but once you get used to it, I don't know, it's, it's, they've made some progress. Uh, it's, it's powered by a 1.3 liter turbo three cylinder. So it's not fast. It's not sporty, but it's not inadequate. Um, they, I would love to see them get rid of the CVT though. Cause I just, I don't like CVTs. They're loud. They kind of lag. I, you know, I, I think that especially with a turbocharge, it performs a whole lot better when it's not paired with a CVT. Right. And you know, it's funny. They, they got away from transmissions. They went to CVT because they thought they were getting better performance and fuel mileage. Now I think the transmission has made a comeback because a lot of manufacturers are dumping the CVT and going back to the transmission because I think they get better value, better performance, and better mileage. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I mean, personally, I like the dual-clutch transmissions. I think they're smoother. Um, I think they pair well with the turbocharge, but I, I will say this. I was looking at, at some of Buick's sales because they really are, are are building their brand, and you can see it in their sales numbers, and I thought it was interesting that they were saying that in their, you know, a lot of people in the, uh, a lot of brands in their top tier, their top trim, their their percentages are low. Well, Buick says that the adoption rate in the Enclave and on Vision for the Avenir trim is 27 to 28%, which is a pretty good adoption rate. And so that's why they introduced the Avenir to the to the Encore. Be interesting to see how well it performs. Yeah, and, and you know, and that's true that the proof is in, you know, the sales and how people accept it. I thought they did really good with their ads, you know, commercials they were putting out, which put a pretty good light on the vehicle they need to you know keep that up but they need to get well they need to let us know where are they you know what what is their brand representing you know what i mean right you really know who they represent i feel like they're still kind of figuring that out um You know, because like I said, when you look at their concepts at the auto shows, their concepts are like sporty and modern and almost flashy even, right? And then you look at their actual, what they design and what what they bring to market, you're like, these seem like two different things. Um, I'll I'll say with this model, with the changes that they've made in the logo and the the exterior, that um, we had a couple people at the house, you know, delivery people and, and things like that coming and going. And they all were like, oh, that's a Buick. Like, they were kind of surprised. And so they're heading the right way. They're just not there yet. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I was, I went up to L.A. for a Buick concept. And this thing was so futuristic. I mean, it would blow you away. I can't remember the model name. But I, I couldn't – and I, I looked at him and I said, okay, you have the ability. Where is it? And they just said, it's coming, it's coming. Well, not to, not, I mean, if they brought that car out today, it would sell like hotcakes, but, you know. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm not on the road anymore, but what we need to do is track somebody down with the brand and have them on for an interview and just say, hey, you know, why is it your concept cars are so different from what you bring from market? Like, we understand that that happens with some OEMs, but not to the degree that it is with Buick. 
like, when are we going to see, like, this huge transformation? Like, we've seen minor transformations, but, like, is there going to be some point where you just, like, do a complete pivot? You know what? I think I'll make that happen. I'll get a hold of somebody, and then I'll have them call and you call, and we actually have this conversation. Because I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Uh, and a lot of times, you know, we we don't get a chance to get really up close and personal to that car manufacturer. And I think I think you're I think you got something there, kid. That sounds great. I would uh I'm looking forward to it. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and let you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. By the way, did your uh did your Super Bowl team win or did you care? You know, actually, I thought it was the closest, most exciting game I've watched in a long time and um uh, uh, yeah, I, I was happy to see the Chiefs win, but I'm looking forward to what the 49ers are going to do in the future with that quarterback, young guy, 24. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right on the money. All right, hey, how do people follow you around? FocusDailyNews.com or find uh, the You Ought to Know team on Facebook at Facebook.YouOuttToKnow. All right, thanks, kid. You have a wonderful day. Thanks, Dave. All right, folks. You know, great great interview by uh, Kristen. It's it's interesting. I think this is why I've been doing this the way I've been doing it for as long as I've been doing it, and that's I've got Kristen out of Texas and I got Brian out of uh, Maryland. Two different uh, attitudes and opinions on vehicles, which I think makes for a good show for you folks. Uh, probably wish I had more time and more more guests because. One of the challenges of a car manufacturer is trying to make you all happy. Some can, some can't. You know, some people like, you know, one type of vehicle. Some people don't. I mean, I've got Brendan in the box, and we we discuss cars all the time. I'm still disappointed with the couple of weeks ago. She said I hated the Ford Maverick. I was like, <laughs> oh man, because I really wanted credit. Oh. But it didn't fit her. It didn't fit her needs. Yep. See, that's yep. how, and that's. You got to be a little careful as a journalist that when you're reviewing a vehicle, is you got to try to keep your own personal opinion out of the review. Very much. You know, I mean, there are certain situations. I think Brian does uh, one of the best jobs when it comes to quibbles, is what I like. He likes to call them, and they are truly quibbles. They're not necessarily what he doesn't like. It's just they're quibbles. They're not. The manufacturer could do probably a better job. All right. He's coming up, and he's going to be discussing a Subaru Outback, which happens to be personally one of my favorite cars, especially if you're kind of an outdoorsy kind of person. So let's see what Brian has to say right here on the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. And I let it burn. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961-1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Bumper Docks, Shanties, Scratches, Dings, and Dents, uh, Paintless Dent Repair, uh, Windshield Chips, Window Tinting. Uh, they also do body work and paint, believe it or not. They are a full-service shop, SanteeBumperDock.com, SanteeBumperDock.com. Stop by, say hi to Angel. Or give them a call, 619-258-0433, make an appointment. And, of course, John's Automotive Care, four locations, all AAA approved, NAP Auto Care, ASC certified. He's at 6267 Riverdale Street in San Diego. Go to johnsandiegoautorepair.com, johns, 
SanDiegoAutoRepair.com. We got Brian Armstead on the line, and he's in a 24 Subaru Outback. Uh, what do you think? Well, you hit the nail on the head, Dave, when you said it's one of your favorite vehicles, yeah. because I can understand why it's one of your favorite vehicles. Listen, uh, people tend to buy Subaru products because their lifestyle sends them outdoors or they live in climates where the weather gets really funky because Subaru has made a name of kind of branding all-wheel drive as their invention. <laughs> yeah. You know, forget the manufacturers like Audi that came before them. They, they through extremely smart marketing, they have kind of dominated the all-wheel drive market in terms of being able to get through any kind of weather. You know, you can even do some serious off-roading in Subarus like the Outback that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And it's named after the Australian Outback, which is probably one of the most inhospitable places you can, you know, you just can drive for hours and, and thousands of miles and not see a daggone thing except mm-hmm. for some of the oddest uh, animals uh, that you know, live on the planet. Have you ever been? But have you ever been out to the Outback? No, I've not been to Australia. I've been to a lot of places, as you know. And I have a I have a former friend who uh, lives there, and I have another friend who uh, lives there. So, um, you know, one day I'll make it. But it's such yeah. a, a grueling flight. Yeah. For oh, that's yeah, yeah. No kidding. But um, you know, for me, Dave, when I think of Subaru, I don't think of outdoors. I don't think of you know mud. Uh, bogging. I mean, you know, trails or anything like that, or ski slopes. I think of safety, primarily safety. Right. You know, when I started the car up, I had uh, I got a information. Uh, they have a eyesight driver assist program. Mm-hmm. So it actually, when you buy the car, you can actually have it read your corneas or your irises or whatever your eyes, mm-hmm. and then you can perform different functions uh, with your eyes. Hmm. So um, it's it's really cool. It has a reverse automatic braking system. If you're backing up and you can't see that person or a car behind you, it's going to hit the brakes for you. Got the uh, advanced front airbag system, driver's side knee, and front passenger airbags. That's a significant option that you don't find on every vehicle. And what a knee airbag does, Dave, it keeps you from submarining under the dash in a frontal collision which is critical, mm-hmm. and it should be standard equipment on all cars. You know, you get it on some of the high-end stuff from Mercedes and some of the other manufacturers, but to get it on a car that fully topped out, I've got the top trim, I've got the XT trim, 44231 the only option on this trim, $141 for all-weather floor liners, which is a great price for all-weather mats. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it, it uh, it's always, always at the top of Insurance Institute for Highway Safety ratings, and it gets a uh, it's a, C, a Consumer Reports recommended vehicle. Gets a check from Consumer Reports. The uh, NHTSA, the National Institute, uh, National Highway Traffic Safety Institute. I'm sorry, gives it a five star overall score. It's just one of the most safe cars that you can drive, and as a bonus. You get the all-weather stability and security of all-wheel drive. So what's it like on the road, Dave? It's a pretty cool car. Uh, I heard you and Christian talking about CBTs uh, earlier. I, I just caught the tail end of it. 
but I'm sure I'm, I'm sure you were saying that the vehicle that you were driving the Buick, or she was driving, had a CVT. Right. This has uh, what Subaru calls. Where is it? I just had the uh, just had it here. Oh, here we go. A high torque Lineatronic CVT with eight speed manual shift mode, and it actually does feel like it's shifting. Uh, even in the uh, regular CVT mode, but you can shift it to a uh, manual and use the uh, steering wheel paddle shifters to go up and down through the ranges, the gear range, rather. It's a CVT, so it is noisy, uh, but it's not as obtrusive as a another Japanese manufacturer whose name begins with an N. Some of the Nissan products, you know, that's why they've gotten away from them. First of all, they were noisy as all get up. They, they sounded like uh, they kind of had the feeling of the old, Subaru Justy, Justy micro car from the late 60s, early 70s that seemed like it was about to wind up and explode because that had a CVT way back then. Uh, but, the, you know, Subaru is all about constant refinement of their products. And that's why they appeal to a demographic, Dave, uh, whose price point, whose household income, a little bit above, a uh, little north of most folks, you know, you got people who own ranches and, uh, you know, ski, you know, they live up in the hills. You know, these Subaru owners have money, not all of them, but it appeals to uh, a well-heeled demographic because it, it gives them everything they want. They have utility. I've got a plenty. I've got so much stuff in the back. Um, there's an Afghan family uh, that moved uh, not far from me, and I met them at a store and found out they have nothing, and they had to flee, you know, run for their lives get out of Afghanistan because they worked for the uh, Defense Department. So I've been helping them with stuff. My daughter uh, gave, gave me some stuff. So it's all packed in the back of the Subaru. I fold it down the middle row. It's, you know, it's a two-row uh, vehicle. And I've got a whole bunch of stuff uh, for uh, the family. You know, after the show, I'll stop by and drop it off to them. But, um, you know, it, it just does everything just right. And Subaru is also, uh, you know, when you go to the auto shows, Dave, and you see Subaru on display, they have the most spectacular old Detroit-style displays. You know, it's like it's like the great outdoors when you go into a Subaru display. They have waterfalls and, you know, rocks, and the Subarus are sitting up on, you know, like, like they're climbing mountains, and you can see underneath the cars. And, and then they also have a display or an area where, uh, Subaru is involved with dog rescues. I mean, that may not be exactly right. I didn't get a chance to, to look that up. I meant to, but because I've been loading furniture all weekend uh, for my daughter and, you know, for the Afghan family, I didn't get a chance to uh, specifically understand what they do. But helping dogs is a big part of one of their philanthropic efforts. And they have many philanthropic efforts, like, you know, many manufacturers, Hyundai Hope on Wheels, and, you know, uh, Nissan used to do Habitat for Humanity. Right. built some homes with, with Nissan with Habitat for Humanity. But Subaru has in, in, embedded itself into the culture of American life, the off-roading culture, the biking culture, the surfing culture, the, the beach culture, the, the skiing culture, the family soccer mom and dad culture. The urban adventurer, the suburban house homeowner or ranch owner or whatever, horse owner, put a few bells of hay in the back, maybe enough, you know, probably a snack for, you know, a horse as big as a Clydesdale. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just a well-rounded vehicle that I absolutely love. 
The only complaint I have, Dave, is is not Subaru's fault at all. I just don't fit in the car all right. that well. I mean, I can drive it. I can drive it fine, but my yeah. my right leg kind of rests against the center console. Right. It just happens to be the knee that I fell on. So every time I, you know, put it on that console, the scab kind of moves up, and I'm like, oh. Uh, but it, you know, one thing I do like about the center console is that it has the vertical. And I hate to even call it a Tesla-type screen because right. so many manufacturers do these larger screens. And I'm at Apple CarPlay. I've been on for, with for you uh, with you for 18 minutes, including the time that I was holding. And I've got everything here. I can turn off the dreaded start-stop with just a simple tap <laughs> of the touch screen. <laughs> I hate start-stop. Uh, I do, too. <laughs> you know, it, it, just, it just does everything right. The interior is well laid yeah. out. The seats are supportive. I've got a standard, you know, traditional sunroof above me, which is cool because if it had the full panoramic roof, you know, maybe it would flex a little bit more being such a smaller chassis uh, than, you know, mm-hmm. than a, a larger car, which can put more structural bracing into, like, you know, Broncos. And I had something, uh, Mercedes-Benz last week had a big old sunroof on it, glass full, glass mm-hmm. sunroof. Um, and another safety point that I wanted to make sure I mentioned was on the rear doors, they have catch catch pins, catch pins. Mm-hmm. So basically, the door, when you close it, there is a steel pin on the rear doors on both sides. And when you close the door, a steel sleeve built into the door uh, covers the pin. So if you have a rear door impact, that pin will catch and it will help prevent intrusion in the rear for the passengers in the rear. Wow. So it's just another example of, of the outstanding, you know, all-wheel drive, symmetrical all-wheel drive. That's their marketing uh, plug for all-wheel drive. Um, inside, it's got mm-hmm. a lot of features, including a really cool Harman Kardon um, advanced stereo system. Three years, 36,000-mile warranty. It doesn't come with any paid, uh, you know, uh, service, which... Um, you know, may put it at a disadvantage for a company like Toyota, which now offers some maintenance and, you know, the warranty is not as great as the Hyundai or Kia or Genesis mm-hmm. products, but, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty reliable cars. Some models have had some issues over the years, but overall people buy Subarus also because they're reliable. And as you know, they have that boxer engine, mm-hmm. which is a flat engine. It's not a V it's not an inline. It's not a, it just lies flat and mm-hmm. the pistons, uh, move from center to uh, to outward. So so the for the left bank goes from center to left. The right bank goes from center to right, as if they're punching each other. That's why they call them boxer engines. Uh, fuel economy in Subarus has never been super great. It's uh, decent in this car. Twenty five combined, twenty two city, twenty nine highway. It's not a bad deal, but, you know, some of the other vehicles are like a high Toyota RAV4 hybrid is up in the 40s. And, you know, you, you just kind of you just kind of get Subarus because you're a Subaru person, like you're a Volvo person or you were a Saab person. It's what it, it almost has a cult like following. I think it does have a cult like following. And that's why you love them. And I love them. Unfortunately, I, I can't buy one. But if I was in the market for one. A fully loaded forty-four thousand dollar car, fully loaded. I didn't even touch on the the uh, the long list of standard 
teachers, the leather seats, the 12-way seats, heated this, heated that, all-weather this, all-weather that. The Starlink, uh, you know, telematics system, just a real good deal. Mm-hmm. So congratulations, Subaru, uh, for producing uh, just a string of really nice cars. I, I hearken back to the 90s when they had the SVX, which was my all-time favorite. It was like the sports car with the little side windows that, you know, one of them only went up halfway. Just all a right. really cool all-wheel yeah. drive car. But um, just well done. Go to Subaru.com and spec out your 2024 Outback. Uh, base model starts at 28. Uh, this model uh, starts at 42. So you got a wide range of uh, choices of what you need and what you want. You can get in at 28 and that suits your needs and more power to you. Well done, Subaru. Absolutely. All right, bud. Well, hey, it's always great talking to you. And, uh, geez, yeah. I hope your knee gets better. I didn't know you went down. Oh, you know, I'm always, you, when, you, when you're 6'9", you're clumsy <laughs> as all get up. You're always tumbling, taking a tumble, man. You know, I can't, sometimes I just can't see things that are down low and I trip over them. Yeah, well, like John, kids. I know, I know the feeling. You know, sometimes I'm in, I'm in restaurants and little kids are running around. I don't see them. And the next thing you know, I'm tripping over little kids. So yeah. uh, maybe I should get some uh, some virtual reality, <laughs> you know, 360-degree goggles or something, you know. <laughs> hey, talk to Roosevelt. He'll hook you up. Oh my goodness! Okay. All right, buddy. You, go. <laughs> you have a you have a great one, and we'll be talking okay, to you next buddy. week. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, buddy. Right. Bye bye. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, and just do a little chatting about the auto industry. I think it's time we do that. Right here on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Well, we're second month into the new year, and the car industry is ramping up with all the 24s. They're hitting the streets pretty hot and heavy. Uh, the electric vehicle industry is is cooling off just a little bit. Uh, I'm not quite sure where they're at and what they're doing. Uh, manufacturers are looking at the, the bottom line. One of the issues with electric vehicles is that if you were a car dealer, you usually turn a new car every 30 days, maybe 60 at the worst. The electric vehicles are turning much, 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 much slower, up to a year in some cases and some models. So you're hearing people talk negatively about electric vehicles but what you need to look at is just see if the vehicle is right for you don't worry about the fact that the government is trying to tell you that you have to have an electric vehicle that's not their they have no way to that that's not their right they they have it's it's not your their decision it's your decision so if an electric vehicle fits your lifestyles it could be a good thing um Mainly if you're if you have a situation to where let's say you have, you know, let's say you have uh, solar panels and you have a level two charger, and you live in a situation where your commute is, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty hours or twenty hours, twenty miles a day, 
then you know it's it's doable. My wife goes seventy five miles a round trip every day. Yeah, it, it, I could do that, um, but I could only charge her vehicle up at night, and it's always nice to charge up. You know, when the sun's out, where it's you know baking the solar panels and generating uh, juice to the house. So, you know, that might be a consideration. And then if you stop and think, I mean, right now, uh, to, to put her into an electric vehicle that she would like, she's probably looking at thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. Well, when you do the math with the electricity usage and, and what have you, you know, it's got a pencil. So and I only wanted to bring this up for you not to be so negative towards electric vehicles because – Something is going to be coming down the the road way you know down the future. I don't think it's going to be within the next five years where everybody's going to be going to electric and there'll be no gas vehicles. Here's another thing no one's ever thought about. Let's just say they pull it off. Let's just say they figure out a way to take us out of our gas-powered cars. What are we going to do with gas-powered cars? I mean, you know how many millions and millions of cars that are sitting, that are out there today that are all running gas or diesel? What are you going to do with them? I mean, if because I'm sure if the government has their way, you know, they could push electric cars to, and, and, and what are you going to do with them? If they won't let you sell them, let's say you can't sell them, you, you know, they'll, what are you going to do with them? The wrecking yards, I mean, and, and what's the, you know, the only good they would be is to tear apart, crush, and recycle. But how much of a, of a I mean, engines, other than the, the, the aluminum and the engine blocks or the cast iron or the steel, whatever, I mean, and no one's even talked about that, but there would be thousands and thousands of cars out there uh, that, you know, what, what are you going to do with them? So... Again, my issue with the government is they never think down the road. You know, they don't think about, all right, we're going to do this. What is it going to do in five years? What's it going to do in 10 years? What's it going to do in 20 years? You know, what are going to be the repercussions? Are we going to look back and say, oh, geez, that was a mistake. We shouldn't have done that. So there's lots of things that you have to really consider before you know, you get yourself into that situation. And whether they do that or not, I don't know. I mean, I've I've actually lost a considerable amount of faith in our government as far as making the right decisions for you and I and our children, really, to be be honest with you. So, again, it's, it's, and I see it all the time. You know, I keep constantly seeing them. But we're starting to see... Uh, we're starting to see the government, uh, you know, not the government, but the public starting to push back. We're starting to see the car manufacturers push back. We're starting to see the public, because we're in charge. They work for us. They must not have looked at their employment sheet lately, but they work for us. You know, we give them the majority of our money to do the jobs we need to have them do, and that's to protect us protect the border, educate our children, and mainly protect us from evil. And you can classify evil any way you want. It could be it could be 
on the streets. It could be wherever you want it to be. Um, but they shouldn't be doing things, you know, and telling us to do things that we don't necessarily want to do. What, what's that going to do with the entrepreneurship? You know, I bring this story up about when cars replaced horses and if it wasn't for Henry Ford, you know, none of us would be driving cars because, again, the majority of the folks out there can't afford an electric vehicle. Henry Ford allowed us to drive an electric a gas-powered vehicle, which that opened the door to the the vehicles that we have today. So, again, one other thing, and I can't remember if I brought this up, but I have always had an... I love commercials, by the way. I just want you to know. I love, love, love commercials. But if 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 I... If I, you know, I'm watching commercials and, and, and it's, it's, and I, you know what? I've decided not to give you the name. I'm just going to tell you it's an extended warranty company that's out there. And what, what they do, what they do is they promise you that when your vehicle gets so many miles on it, that all you need to do is, you know, just all you need to do is, is take care of you know, as long as you've made your payments and, you know, as long as you've made your payments, they'll take care of the engine, the transmission. They'll just let you, they'll take care of all this stuff for you, okay? So, every time I see somebody that not only, you know, advertises as strong as they do, but they start bringing, poly, you know, uh, they start bringing in, you know, celebrities to promote their product. Well, if it's such a good product, why do you need a celebrity to come in and, and, and promote your product? And if it's a good product, you shouldn't even really have to advertise. When's the last time you've seen Rolex do a commercial, okay? When's the last time you've seen Nordstrom do a commercial? Now, does rap music count as an advertisement? Because they'll say, like, yeah. oh, I bought my Rolex too. When's the last time you heard that? I, I will admit it's been you a while. Just, also, did you, you hear, just made did you hear how up. good my rap was? Too? That was terrible. <laughs> But I'm just saying, you have never heard Rolex be advertised by a rapper. I'll tell you. Well, no, I have heard them advertised by rapper. But even then, Rolex doesn't pay them. They uh, the rappers pay Rolex yeah, to buy the watches and wear but, them out and all that stuff. But, so. so I dug into this company, and it is terrible. Now it was interesting. Brent and I had this conversation off air, mm-hmm. and I told him, I said, "Oh yeah, man, the BBB really." Really didn't give him a good rating, put him in the tank, and you said... I said, who cares about the BBB? Okay, what is your heartburn to the BBB? Because, honestly, what do they get to do, honestly? Because any business can have an A-plus with the BBB, but in all honesty, their customer satisfaction and the actual reviews that you get is means nothing. Okay, well, let me tell you something always- that you may not know. Go for it. I had a friend of mine who owned a shop that was not super honest. It was a little unscrupulous, okay? Oh, and what grade did he have with the BBB? Oh, he was top notch. See? See? That's what I mean. No, 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 no. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Guess how he got that rating? He wrote a check for $10,000 to the BBB, and he got accredited. Now, I I didn't see the check. So I'm not saying that the BBB is corrupt, but but I was surprised that you 
were disgruntled with the BBB, and I didn't even think you probably even knew that, or did you? I didn't know it. And, and but here's the other thing too. Like uh, I'll, I'll relate it again. I my family went to this one auto repair shop, and we based it on the BBB rating. Mm. However, then all of a sudden news popped out. He, uh, the owner of that business committed fraud, mm-hmm. actually. Right. And so thus, we decided, okay, we're not going to go to that kind of business. Right. What's the next kind of best auto repair store right. to go to? Apple Auto Care, AAA. AAA approved. Exactly. Right, exactly. And AAA goes through a strenuous oh, kind yeah. of thing to find out, okay, yes, you can be approved. Ask to Brian. Be. Yeah, Brian I know. Brian talks you. about it almost every month, I would say. I mean, you're, you talk about a love-hate relationship. Yeah. The only good thing about <laughs> Brian is he does everything right. And that's why, what do you got, 90% of my auto commercials exactly. are AAA and Apple Auto Care. Yeah, and that's why we always talk about you on the right. show, too. I swear to you, if we had a nickel for every time we talked about you on the show, you could retire, Dave. <laughs> hey, I need that nickel. <laughs> All right, hey, we got a great show coming up. We got Racer Radio. We got Brittany just walked in the house. She's all excited. She got her Sheldon Creed yeah. autographed. Um, to Brittany, number 37. And look on the back of it. Oh, okay. It's got all kinds of, you know, all kinds of trick information all about sheldon uh by the way we'll talk about it when we come on Uh, the nascar race was rained (laughs) out extensively today Uh, yeah and it'll be on tomorrow uh i think it starts at eight o'clock for xfinity and one o'clock for nascar so set your vcr we're gonna take a quick break we come back racer radio fm 961 am 1170 the answer Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 